0: Hey there, welcome to the Lighthouse Church sermon broadcast. The title of today's message is Jesus is still in charge. The COVID-19 pandemic has been a dramatic experience for most of us and a traumatic experience for many of us. We have seen runaway infections and deaths with increasing numbers being reported daily. Governments have declared a state of emergency and lockdown. New laws have come into play. New authorities have come into play. It's extremely unsettling. So much has changed so quickly. And things keep changing. Today's rules are not the same as yesterday's rules. Today's plans are not the same as yesterday's plans. Yesterday we were hearing one leader. Today we're hearing a different voice. So many voices so many opinions, experts, it's confusing. All of this has resulted in enormous insecurity. We are out of control and we have no idea what the future holds. It has also resulted in widespread confusion. We don't know who to listen to as we wonder what is going on and who can we believe. But some things have not changed. Jesus is still in charge. And Jesus has not changed. Before ascending to heaven, the risen Jesus said this to his disciples. It's recorded in Matthew chapter 28, verse 18. And I'm going to be reading all texts from the New International Version. Words of Jesus. All authority in heaven and on earth, has been given to me. All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Since that day, many emperors, kings, governments and generals have risen and fallen. Rulers and rules are forever changing. But Jesus remains in charge. With all of the insecurity and confusion around us, we need to get this truth firmly settled in our hearts and minds. The unchanging rule of Jesus brings security in place of insecurity and clarity in place of confusion. We can feel secure in spite of our seemingly out of control circumstances, Because Jesus rules over it all. And we can have clarity, in spite of all the confusing voices. Because the words of Jesus always stand. Let's take a little closer look at these two things. First, at our security. When Jesus led his disciples... He led them into many situations where they were completely out of their depth, sometimes literally. In these situations, Jesus demonstrated his authority over all circumstances. Here's one example. Mark chapter 4, verses 35 to 41. That day, when evening came, he said to his disciples, Let us go over to the other side. Quiet! Be still! Then the wind died down, and it was completely calm. He said to his disciples, Why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? They were terrified and asked each other, Who is this? Even the wind and the waves obey him. The disciples found themselves in a situation that was both terrifying and completely out of their control. They were in the middle of a furious storm with powerful waves crashing into their boat. At any moment, the boat could fill up with water and possibly sink. At any moment, a big wave could possibly wash them overboard. They could bail water out as fast as they could, but the waves were bigger than their buckets. They could hold onto that boat for dear life, but the waves were powerful and relentless. And Jesus? Well, he did nothing. He slept through this crisis. Eventually, the panicking disciples woke him. Don't you care if we drown? You may have felt like this recently. Your world is out of control. It's been like that for some time now. And you wonder, does Jesus care? May I make an observation here? Jesus was in the same boat as the disciples. He was with them. And he was unconcerned about the storm. I don't know, but I suspect that if they had not woken Jesus, they would have made it through the storm, safely to the shore. But it was good that they woke Jesus, because he then demonstrated his authority over nature. The disciples were completely out of control, But Jesus was completely in control. Jesus was not at all intimidated by the furious storm. Actually, we see that the storm was intimidated by Jesus. So here's my conclusion. If we know that Jesus is in control over our circumstances, we can feel secure. He's in the boat with us. He's in charge of the weather. We're going to be fine. Here's another out of control situation. John chapter 6 verses 16 to 21. When evening came, his disciples went down to the lake where they got into a boat and set off across the lake for Capernaum. By now it was dark and Jesus had not yet joined them. A strong wind was blowing and the waters grew rough. When they had rowed about three or four miles, they saw Jesus approaching the boat, walking on the water. And they were frightened. But he said to them, It is I, don't be afraid. Then they were willing to take him into the boat. And immediately the boat reached the shore where they were heading. This time, Jesus was not in their boat when the storm came up. Then he joined them but in a way that shocked them. He walked on the waves. Now, our knowledge and their knowledge of water tells us that water cannot support the weight of a man. We will sink or swim. These are laws of science. But Jesus has authority over the laws of science. If he commands water to support him, it will support him. Sometimes we're in a situation where all of our knowledge and understanding says to us that we are proverbially sunk. We are done. But Jesus has authority over even the laws of science. Jesus is not ruled by science. He rules over science. One last situation. Matthew, Mark, Luke and John all record a time when Jesus was preaching to a crowd of over 5,000 people in a remote place. Then Jesus told his disciples to feed this crowd. They didn't need to be accountants to work it out, that this was impossible. Although one of them did the sums and confirmed it. But then Jesus took the little that they had and miraculously multiplied it. So that there were leftovers after everyone had eaten. Sometimes we clearly do not have what we need. Not enough money. Not enough food. Not enough helpers. Not enough of whatever it is that we need. But Jesus is not ruled by arithmetic. Remember, he rules over everything. In his hands, not enough becomes more than enough. I really hope these lessons encourage you. You may feel as if your proverbial boat is sinking. You you may feel as if Jesus is not doing what he should do. He's not calming your storm. Or you may feel as if Jesus is doing what he should not do by putting you in an impossible situation. We need to remember Jesus rules over everything, over nature, over science, over arithmetic. Jesus makes dangerous safe. He makes impossible possible. He makes not enough more than enough. So if Jesus is ruling over your life, you can feel absolutely secure regardless of how terrifying Your circumstances may look. The second implication is that Jesus brings clarity. We can have clarity about what is right because the words of Jesus always stand. I find it frightening to see how society can just fall apart in a crisis. In South Africa, because the sale of liquor and tobacco was declared illegal over lockdown, some liquor stores were looted. The sale of illegal cigarettes flourished. Some people refused to obey the lockdown laws because they regarded them as unfair. Evidently, these people felt that their actions were right. They were justifiable because of the circumstances. This puts us in a confusing situation. The rulers are changing the rules. Some citizens are challenging the rules. Some are defying the rules. Some are even inventing new rules. What is right and wrong appears to be up for debate. But if Jesus is Lord, and he is, if Jesus has all authority, and he does, then his word stands. If Jesus says something is right or wrong, then it is right or wrong, in or out of lockdown, in fair weather or in stormy weather. If Jesus commands us to do something, then we must do it, in or out of lockdown, in fair weather and in stormy weather. As followers of Jesus, we do not need to be confused about what is right and wrong and about what we should do. He has taught us how to live, and his ways stand. This reminds me of an old expression fair weather Christians. Fair weather Christians are people who are full of enthusiasm for Jesus and his ways and his mission when things are going well. But when things go wrong, they change their minds. They are no longer so in love with Jesus. They are no longer so inclined to do His will. I'm also reminded of fair-weather preachers. They say, invite Jesus into your life and He will make your life wonderful. People respond to the message, but no surprises here. When things go wrong, they walk away. Friends, we need to understand this. The rule of Jesus is not situational. His commands stand in good times and in bad times. He led His disciples through easy times and through difficult times. The church was born in very difficult times. And Jesus did not promise us a life without trouble. In fact, He promised us trouble. Listen to His words recorded in John chapter 16, verse 33. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Jesus teaches us how to live, and Jesus requires obedience. We are to walk the walk, not just talk the talk. Listen to his words recorded in Luke chapter 6, verses 46 to 49. Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not do what I say? As for everyone who comes to me and hears my words and puts them into practice, I will show you what they are like. They are like a man building a house who dug down deep and laid the foundation on rock. When a flood came, the torrent struck that house but could not shake it because it was well built. But the one who hears my words and does not put them into practice is like a man who built a house on the ground without a foundation. The moment the torrent struck the house, it collapsed and its destruction was complete. I know that it's not always easy to obey Jesus. But when we do, we will find that obedience is not just the right thing. It is actually the best thing that we could do. If we do what Jesus commands and live the ways he teaches, we will find that our life actually becomes rock solid. When floods come, we don't fall apart. We stand firm. Friends, let's hear the words of Jesus to us. Floods will come. Do you want your house to stay standing? Then hear Jesus' words and put them into practice. Do you want to stand strong through the trauma, the trials and the dangers of this pandemic? Then hear Jesus' words and put them into practice. This does not mean that our problems will go away. Our storms will come. But we will get through them. Jesus will lead us through them. So let's keep on following Jesus. Let's keep reading his words. Let's allow them to bring clarity amidst the confusion. Let's keep learning his ways and putting them into practice. This is always the right thing to do. And it is always the best thing to do, even in the most difficult and confusing times. What lies ahead for us? I think there will be more surprises, more challenges, more out-of-control situations, more conflicting voices. But because Jesus is always in control, we can navigate these stormy waters with security and clarity. We can live with security because we know that He is always in control. We can live with clarity because we know That His ways are always right. So we trust Him and obey Him. And He will lead us through. May Jesus lead us through this time with security and clarity as we trust Him and obey Him. Amen.